Welcome to Find Your Inner Sage, a show making self-care easy so you can live the life you want. I'm your host, Fiona Lynch, a clinical psychologist, bringing you evidence-based information and tips that work. Join me and our inspiring guests as we empower you to look after your whole well-being so you can live with joy and meaning. tip episode, we'll be discussing the importance of setting boundaries and how to say no to the things that you don't want to be spending your time on to free up your time to say yes to the things that are really important to you. A lot of you have consistently told me that you're having difficulty prioritizing yourselves or prioritizing the things that are important to you. And often this comes from a difficulty saying no to things that are less important. Let's first understand why saying no is so hard for us as humans. If this is something that you're struggling with, you are certainly not alone. There can be lots of reasons that saying no is difficult and it can be useful for you to understand why it's hard for you so that then you can change this. Often we have some really unhelpful beliefs about saying no. Some people think that saying no is rude or aggressive or selfish. Some people worry that they might be rejected or abandoned if they say no, believing that the other person won't like them anymore. Many people believe that other people's needs are more important to them, and this can often be from early experiences where you've grown up prioritizing other people's needs over your own. Or perhaps you hold some rigid beliefs that you should always try to please other people or try to be helpful. Maybe it's simply that you want to avoid confrontation, which is a really normal reaction as many of us don't like it. Or sometimes having difficulty saying no is simply because you haven't seen that modelled to you when you were younger. Maybe people around you didn't say no and said yes a lot. And so maybe you've never witnessed healthy boundaries, never been taught it, and so you haven't been able to practice it for yourself. The good news is, Practicing saying no makes it a lot easier and it then can become a normal part of your habits and routine. Before we talk about saying no, let's first briefly understand what healthy boundaries look like. There can be lots of different types of boundaries, such as physical boundaries, intellectual, emotional, sexual, material. Today, though, I'm just focusing on boundaries with your time, time related boundaries, as that's most relevant to our self-care activities. So it's really important to understand that the things I speak about in terms of saying no don't necessarily apply to other areas of your life, such as your sexual boundaries. In general, our boundaries can be rigid, which means that we don't shift and change them. And if we believe that no is the answer, we never flex on that, no matter what the circumstances. Our boundaries could be loose, which is the opposite. Even if we're wanting to say no, we might bend and flex them constantly for the other person. Or our boundaries can be non-existent, where we don't even realise that saying no is an option. Generally, healthy boundaries are a little bit in between. It's where you understand the activities that you do and don't want to do, but you also have the flexibility to work around other people when it's needed as well, as long as it's not detrimental to you and your well-being. So why set time-related boundaries and protect your time? 
protecting your time means that you get to focus on doing the things that are important to you, which will give you an overall sense of well-being, but also give you a greater sense of life satisfaction. It also means you're more likely to be okay when others say no to you because you're already practicing saying no yourself and prioritizing your own time. You're therefore less likely to be angry or resentful, which can occur if you're never saying no and being assertive. Setting your time boundaries also empowers you to make healthy choices and take responsibility for yourself, again, rather than blaming other people. So a few quick tips on how to set time-related boundaries. When I talk of time boundaries, what I mean is if someone invites you to do something or go to something and you don't want to because you want to do something else instead, you're able to tell that person no. Or when your boss asks you to take on an extra task and you're already overworked, you're able to say no effectively. There are some examples of protecting your time. So my first tip in this is to say no without giving a reason. When we give a reason every time we say no or an excuse of why we're saying no, it gives the other person more to argue with. And it also says that you need a reason to say no, that your well-being or simply your preferences is not reason enough. So, for example, if a friend asks you to hang out on Saturday, instead of saying, oh, I can't because I have a family function and then I'm going to a sporting event, maybe just say, oh, I can't on Saturday. You might then choose a time that works better for you, but you don't need to give a reason. My second tip is when you do say no, make sure that your behavior matches your words and the boundary that you are setting. Very often people try to set a boundary around their time, but their actions show the other person that that boundary is loose and that they can flex around it. For example, many people try to set boundaries that they won't check their emails at home or that they're not contactable after hours at work, but they will then go on to check the emails at home or to write emails after working hours. So even though verbally they've indicated that their boundary is that they don't work after hours, their behavior says the opposite. And this sends a really mixed message to the person trying to receive this boundary. So you can't establish a clear boundary if your behavior and your words are not consistent. So it's really important that when you set a boundary, your behavior matches the boundary that you're trying to set. Or if it doesn't, you're really clear with yourself about why. It's also really useful to think about the impact that's linked to setting that boundary. If you consider what will happen if you set a particular boundary or say no to an activity, that will help you be able to say no or choose if that's important. For example, maybe setting a boundary around your working hours means that you're able to maintain your energy and you're less likely to get burnt out. So you'll feel much more motivated to set that boundary. Or maybe it means you have time to spend with your family at the end of the day and that helps your overall well-being and reduces your resentment towards work, which also helps your work and your family life and your mental health as well. So understand what's going to happen when you set the boundary, and that will help you work out whether it's an important boundary for you to set. 
And finally, remember that you are not responsible for another person's reaction. You're not responsible for their reaction to the boundary that you are setting. If they become upset or angry about this boundary, that is not your fault. You cannot control someone else's feelings. You're only responsible for communicating that boundary in a respectful manner and to ensure that your boundaries are not too rigid or too loose, but they're communicated consistently and respectfully. Finally, just to reinforce that if saying no is a little foreign to you and it hasn't been practiced, it takes time and it takes practice. But everybody who I've worked with this on has always said that it does become easier the more they practice. So you might like to choose little opportunities that are not confronting in your life to practice setting your time boundaries and saying no, so that that becomes a skill that is just so much more ingrained for you than saying yes might be at the moment. I hope that if you're someone who has a bit of difficulty with your boundaries, you've found at least one tip within that that might be useful for you. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you know someone else who might find it useful, we'd be so grateful if you shared it with them. We appreciate each and every review that's been left and we love hearing from you. So please leave us one if you feel like it. If you want to stay in the loop about upcoming guests and episodes, make sure you hit subscribe and follow us on Instagram and check out the show notes for links to any resources that we might have mentioned in today's episode. Just a reminder that everything we chat about in this podcast is to help you live with courage and joy and nothing should be considered medical advice. So always chat to your own healthcare professional. We'll catch you in a fortnight for our next episode and we can't wait to have you there. We're grateful to record this podcast on the lands of the Wadarong people of the Kulin Nation and we pay our deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging.